Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. On her way to work one morning, down the path along the lake, a tender-hearted woman saw a poor, half-frozen snake. Her pretty colored skin had been all frosted with the dew. Poor thing, she cried, I'll take you in, and I'll take care of you. Take me in, O oh, tender woman, take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, O oh, tender woman, cried the vicious snake. She wrapped him up all cozy in a comforter of silk and laid him by her fireside with some honey and some milk. She hurried home from work that night, and soon as she arrived, she found the pretty snake she'd taken in had been revived. Take me in, O oh tender woman. Take me in, for heaven's sake. Take me in, O oh tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. She clutched him to her bosom. You're so beautiful, she cried. But if I hadn't brought you in by now, you truly would have died. She stroked his pretty skin again and kissed him and held him tight. But instead of saying, thank you, ma'am, the snake gave her a vicious bite. Take me in, O oh tender woman, take me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, O oh tender woman, sighed the vicious snake. I saved you, cried the woman. And you've bitten me, but why? You know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. Shut up, silly woman, said the reptile with a grin. You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. Does that remind you? of anything be ready be ready because what they're allowing into our country is very very bad
Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy in a fucking conspiracy it is. And I'll use that word generously tonight. Why not? It's the end of 2023. We are moving into 2024. This is the season finale of 2023. Uh, we still have one episode tomorrow for the Daily Dose, but... Uh, I think tonight and tomorrow, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about kind of ongoing current events, and we're going to talk about kind of what has been going on this year and kind of uh, maybe what's going to happen in 2024 because that's really where our minds are at is 2024. Right there was Trump released a new version of the snake poem from the Young Republicans Club 111th Gala with new footage from the southern border being overrun. And he's absolutely right. What's happening there is absolutely horrific. And it's not horrific for the people coming over that border. It's horrific for the American people. It's horrific for every person who lives in one of these overpopulated cities. And I will call it overpopulated cities because they absolutely are cesspools of overpopulation of liberalism. That's the truth. If you're new here to the Red Pill Project, to the Daily Dose, to anything that we do over here, uh, please go ahead and hit subscribe, follow, like button, comment, do all that great stuff. I'm going to do my best to monitor the chat as they come in. Uh, we do have the Battle of Streams going on. That's way you, you guys can help support everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project. That's Rumble, Facebook, DLive, and Pill. Much appreciated for everybody out there who helps us support us. Um, I got my DLive chat on my restream, so I can't see all the stuff that does come in. Um, I got Pilled and Rumble up here, but I'll try my best. If my mods can, well, don't worry. We'll get that all set up here very, very shortly. Uh, but hey, guys, listen. You know, we're wrapping up 2023 this week. And, uh, you know, looking back on what has happened this last year, I think a lot of us are not shocked at all of what's transpired. I know a lot of people out there are wondering what the hell is going on because they've been told some other things that haven't necessarily panned out. <laughs> um, and, and that's where we always remind you. If you're new to the Red Pill Project, we have a motto. And the motto is very simple. Never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are, what authority they possess or profess. Not myself, not Donald Trump, not, not anybody else out there, not the Pope, unless you can prove it with your own research, inquiry, investigation, and through your own volition. Now, that research, inquiry, and investigation, though, that, that is clutch in understanding what we really mean by that. And, and that isn't saying, hey, this person said A, B, and C. Let me go out there and validate A, B, and C. Uh, and, and validating the source. Those are, uh, we, we all make those mistakes. It happens all the time. And I want to actually show you an example of that. Um, Don Lucre, I like Don Lucre. I, I have no problem with a lot of his content. He's done a lot of good content. He posted this video earlier. Of, of this. And, and this is kind of what we mean, right? So he posted this video right here. Developing this video has been going viral because people are arguing if it's AI or not. This footage of the Trove Cafe food show in Dubai is, um, and it is authentic. Um, unfortunately, it's not authentic. 
Uh, actually, that's uh, it's CGI merged with real video of the Trove Cafe. A poster has copied the video from the Trove Cafe Instagram and added his own watermark at handle. Um, the po- poster is known for post sensationalism and misleading content. So, you know, that, that's what we're talking about. You know, Dom Lucre is, you know, he's a big influence on Twitter. He goes out there and he goes to validate something. And what does he do? He goes back to the original source. Hey, look, it's it's real. The original source. And the guy comes out there and says, yeah, this is real. And he believes it and does it. He didn't reach out to the Trove Cafe. I don't know. Probably not. Didn't go to the Trove Cafe. Didn't go to the Trove Cafe's website and, and see where maybe they're talking about these things. So you have to kind of take stuff into context. You have to really dig deep. And I always say, go back to the foundational aspect of things. Always break things down to the foundation. That's how I've always perceived the whole Q thing. And that's why a lot of this audience is here is because we started on the Q stuff. We continue on the Q stuff, but right now it's a different time. We're not decoding things. We're not looking at codes of future proves the past. We already know all of that. We're watching it unfold. We're in the drip, drip flood. We're in the great awakening. There's no reason to go back and look at all that stuff and say, oh, we were right, right? But if you if you wanted to understand the Q stuff, I took that stuff as far back as I possibly can. I, I implemented things that I knew, things that I'd learned, people I, I had met along the way. I implemented years and years of research to build or to build out what I call the multi-domain battlefield. And this is a perspective story of how the whole Q thing really comes about and what the Q thing was kind of really was. Now, I'm not going to get into too much of that tonight, but it's just an idea to understand that when we're out there, yep, Q Patriot, Q Tara, when we're out there and we're researching things, um, I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Um, That we have to have a basis. We have to have a basis of why we say what we say, right? We have to have reference material. Uh, when I talk about certain things uh, on fringe or whatever it is about the occult and the esoteric, I don't swing from my ass and say this stuff. This comes from reading books and studying this stuff for 20 plus, 20, 25 plus years, right? And understanding how these authors think, the culture of the time, how, how the mindset operated during those times. This is how you read mythology. This is how you read various different scripts, spiritual texts and stuff like that. Is you have to go back into the mind of the authors. You have to go back into the mind of the people that it was being um, written for not modern people in their perspective. And so we have to take that context in. And so I I just urge you guys, as we move into 2024, keep that in mind because 2023 was a doozy. And there was a lot of stuff that came out in 2023, specifically pertaining to misinformation, disinformation, and propaganda. Not necessarily from us, there's a lot of attacks on us, but we saw a lot of how the government constructs actually try to work against us as people who are just out there performing free speech, researching, doing, getting information out there and letting people decide what that is. We saw the Twitter files. We saw how the White House, the Joe Biden administration, the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security is targeting conservatives. Uh, They are targeting you and me on Twitter and social media and Facebook. We saw how uh, uh, CTLI, another cybersecurity company out of Israel, is doing the same thing. And they're utilizing generative AI to go out there and target you specifically to create fake content as a counter narrative. They did this during the 2020 election. 
Okay, we saw all that in 2023. And at the same time, the government was trying to propose new rules and regulations, as well as limit your exposure on the internet by various different things like the Restrict Act. Did we forget about the Restrict Act? I didn't forget about the Restrict Act. Restrict Act was Senate Bill 686, if you remember this. This was a big thing in the middle of the year around March and June, uh, March, April, May, and June timeframe. I was one of the first uh, people on social media that come out and start talking about the Restrict Act. I did many Twitter spaces on this. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. If you're wondering what the Restrict Act was, it came out in the Senate called the Restrict Act. Many people believe this bill was about banning TikTok. Remember the whole TikTok sensationalism? Oh, we got to ban TikTok. It's Chinese propaganda. That is the That was the narrative that was currently being touted. Um, but this has really been given another name. And the Restrict Act is the Restrict the Internet Act. We broke this down on multiple different occasions. But to give you an idea what this bill was all about, it was setting a regulatory framework in place to really monitor as well as restrict content on the internet. And it wasn't going to be done at the level of you, the user, but instead of the level of the internet service provider, the cell phone carrier, as well as the data storage centers who hold the data, Google, Facebook, Twitter, it was going to be done at that level. And so uh, it was kind of like a revision of section 230, but proposed in a new bill. So we came out there and we stopped the restrict act, which was great. But I said, watch out. Watch out, because what you're going to see happen is that you, you got to remember how the government works. The government has has aides. The senators and congressmen have aides that write these bills. The aides are basically co-writing these bills with lobbyists. These lobbyists are funded by foreign interests as well as corporations. So it's the corporations themselves that are moving in with that. Well, in September of 2022, if you remember this specifically, PayPal came out with a updated terms of service, which they said, oh, it's a, it was a, a draft report that got released too early of where they were going to find you, me, or anybody else who utilizes their service of which they did an investigation on you and found out that you're posting stuff that they disagree with politically or socially. And they're going to fine you $2,500 and you're not even going to be told about it. They're just going to pull it out of your bank account, even though that that social media post had no connection whatsoever with your PayPal account. Now, people were outraged and PayPal pulled back on this. And I said, when the Restrict Act came out, I said, guys, you don't understand. It's not about the bill. This is leading the way for corporations to begin implementing policies and regulations internal to themselves to restrict your content specifically. What did we see this just last week? T-Mobile came out with an updated terms of service to where what they are going to do is monitor your text messages, your emails, and the content that goes through every single app that you download on your smartphone. If T-Mobile finds anything in there that triggers red flags, it'll be prompted for review, and that review will determine whether you're in one, two, or three phases of fines that you could face. Now, this means that if you go out there and you're joking with somebody saying, oh man, we got to get rid of the liberals or something of that nature, you're talking about civil war, they will fine you $500 to $5,000 for that specifically. 
Why? Because that's the same thing that PayPal was doing. That is the same methodology that is being brought down into the corporate infrastructure. It's already implemented at the upper echelons of the whole financial institutions, okay? Now it's being implemented at the point of ISPs, internet service providers, cell phone carriers, data distribution centers. Why is it being brought to that way? Because guys, they are setting up for social credit scores. This is something that is not new to you guys. T-Mobile, they have not pulled back yet from what I have heard. And what you're about to see is if they're able to not get canceled over the next week because of this, you're going to see more and more companies begin to roll out these same type of policies and regulations. Now, what would have been a smart for them is Verizon and Sprint to also do the same exact thing at the same time. That way, people don't have a choice to go to a separate or different carrier. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't see this, or maybe Verizon did and we just missed it. But if you have T-Mobile, you need to dump that shit right now. Cancel T-Mobile immediately. Switch to another carrier. Um, you know, I, I know there's Freedom Phones and everything like that out there. Guys, they utilize the big guy cell towers. I just want to let you know that. Like all these other phones out there, like the Patriot Mobile and all this stuff, you, you do understand that they are leasing T-Mobile and Verizon's towers. Like if you're using it and they have all these conservatives on there, and then T-Mobile comes in and says, hey, you can no longer use our tower because you got conservatives. Kind of like what Amazon did with Parler. Um, that would happen instantaneously. And not only that, but the T-Mobile terms of service also includes the restrictions upon the utilization of their hardware and equipment. So if you're using Boost Mobile, Patriot Mobile, any of these things, and they're utilizing a T-Mobile antenna, and that data is being distributed through there, T-Mobile will still find you. So just keep that in mind. So this is what the Restrict Act was all about. It was setting up this regulatory framework for the corporations, for the financial institutions, for all of this on the data conglomerate side to restrict your free speech, to censor and ban you without notice, simply done through your internet service provider. We've talked about this, of how this is going to unravel into your internet. So right now, it, what, if you're on a cell phone, you're working with a cell phone carrier who are transitioning right now into internet service providers. If you're on a laptop watching this, or even a computer or a TV, <laughs> funny thing, funny story. A few months back, I was watching TV in my house and my, my daughter walks in. She goes, what you doing? I'm like, watching TV. She goes, you're not watching TV. I'm like, yeah, I am. She goes, no, you're watching a computer. I'm like, whoa. That was that was good. That was good. Because she's right. Your TV is not a TV. Your TV is a computer that hooks up and connects to the internet, which means that it uses an internet service provider. If it's using an internet service provider, okay, that internet service provider is now going to be dictated by these higher echelon regulations that can come down through government, through the FCC, or that come down through the financial institutions that fund their operation or the multi-conglomerates that own and are on the board of directors of those companies specifically. Now, eventually, they're all going to move to this. And what's going to happen? is you're going to log in one day, probably after an EMP solar flare type of event where everything goes off, comes back up three months later, and you're going to log in and the whole framework of how you connected the internet is going to be completely changed. 
You're going to log in. It's going to be like, how many internet users are in your household? You're going to say four. And it's going to like, please create a profile for each internet user. And so you're going to have to create a profile. And then every time that you log in, it's going to monitor and track your data traffic. And the moment that you turn on that VPN, they're going to shut you down. Because your VPN is PC level. Your VPN is PC level for all these primary VPNs. It's not like a Tor browser VPN where you're going and connecting to the internet, going out to a website, then connecting to a VPN through that website, and then tunneling out the internet traffic. You are literally scrambling your IP at this level. So we had a question out there, Josh, if I use a cell company that uses their tower, how can I control the result? How can I punish or boycott that company? Stop using your cell phone. Sorry. Um, I, I think that we're going to have um, a revolution in cell phone technology here very, very shortly. Um, I actually know quite a few people um, in a company that are developing what's known as a uh, um, it's wireless. It's, it's a wireless mesh technology. It's actually been around for a while. It's actually how cell phones originally were created. But basically the way it operates is it interconnects data centers and uh, node points. So each computer and cell phone becomes basically its own ISP connecting through an integrated network of nodes that then transition into data centers. Um, and there's enough connected devices and I, um, um, IOT devices these days to where that network can actually be built up. Uh, so you might see something like that coming down the road with some like different types of Patriot companies or conservative companies. I know of one and they have hold all the patents for this technology, but they're waiting for six G um, internet speeds to come out. That'd be 10 gigabyte upload download, which by the way, we already have, it's just not implemented. They, they just spent the last six, seven years implementing 5g framework and the technology is already obsolete anyways. So, in 2023, we learned a lot about internet censorship and how the government was trying to silence you and silence your voice, specifically through social media, and then produce legislation to go about and make sure it's permanent and put that out to the companies that you use as a service. What happened is those bills got shut down and those same companies are now implementing those same levels of restrictions because they're afraid of the government. But what does this really lead to? Well, I was telling you, you're going to go to your internet one day and you're going to have to create a profile and they're going to monitor and track that. But that's not the end of it. Nancy Pelosi in 2019 talked about the creation of merging the financial credit systems with a social credit system to where people are judged and based in a social perspective about their social media posts, about their interactions, about their cell phone messages, the content of their email, as well as their financial history for anything and everything that they do within life. If you're wondering what that world looks like, I don't have any good videos to bring up right now. There's a great, great Black Mirror, few different Black Mirror episodes about this specifically, but understand that imagine one day your social credit score falls below a certain barrier. You leave work early and you're a little depressed because you got knocked down because someone decreased your points because you called them an asshole or you didn't wear a mask. You go to your, your home and you go to turn the, the lock or you use your cat card on the lock and you can't get in. And a notification pops up on your phone and says, your lease or your mortgage has been terminated. 
due to a failure to maintain a social credit score above this certain level. Immediately, another notification pops up on your cell phone. Your cell phone is now locked. The carrier has determined that your social credit score has fallen below the demanded level and your service contract has now been terminated. Feeling a little shitty now, you go out to your car to drive down to the bank to, to get some cash so you can go find a place to stay for that night. You go to your car. You go to unlock it. Doesn't unlock. Inside your car, you see a notification pop up on the windshield. Your car contract has been terminated due to your failure to maintain your social credit score. So you walk down to the bank and you go to get into the entrance and you scan your little cat card before you go into the bank and beep, denied. Your bank accounts have now been canceled. Your money has been repurposed, has been taken out and cleared away to pay for all the fines that you have for having your social credit score fall below the maintainable level. And now, since you live in a 15-minute city during this time, the police come and they detain you and arrest you, and they take you to a re-education, re-indoctrination camp. And there's where they help you fix your social credit score. You meet a few people and you escape. You climb the wall, you jump out, and you see this world of nature. And you begin walking and you find the nomads, people who live on homesteads, who didn't want to conform. They have their own society, their own parallel economy, their own medical system. And they're living fine and dandy. And you wonder why you even took part in the nonsense of this ideological, technological progression that is occurring right now. That's the world that we perceive is going to happen if something major doesn't stop it. Now, at the beginning of this conversation, I talked about in 2023, one of the main things that we've seen is that A lot of people have said, hey, this, this doesn't feel like the Patriots are in control. This doesn't feel like the good guys are winning here. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people. <laughs> shut up, Roxy. There's a lot of people out there that still believe that something like, like, there's, there's like this is all part of the plan. Everybody's been replaced by clones or whatever and all that. I, I, I will entertain those theories, but it doesn't change the fact that they're still bad guys, that they're still doing bad things and people are still dying. And, and I think that that's one thing that we have to understand. People are dying. Our country is being invaded and infiltrated. Um, our government is highly infiltrated. Our government is producing legislation and regulations to basically undermine your constitutional rights, liberties, and freedoms. Now, if anybody out there wants to tell me that, oh, it's just part of the plan, man. We got to go through that because people got to see it. No, that, that's not what the boards say. That's not what this was ever about. Okay. What you're seeing is a battle waging between two groups. Good guys, bad guys fighting back and forth. But the ones that you perceive to be the good guys, they're not really the good guys. They're just people who want power. And I called this bullshit out because what another thing that we've seen in 2023 
is that the Republicans and the Democrats are nothing more than the left and the right wing of the same bird. That the Republicans don't give a shit about you, me, or any of their constituents. And this goes for the majority, maybe less than five um, in there that aren't that person, okay? They're, they're all corrupt guys. They don't care about you. They're not coming to save you. They're not trying to save America. So in 2023, we've seen the unveiling of the big game. We've seen the beginning of the firestorm begin to roll. We've seen the firestorm amplify massively. If we went from the midterm elections last year to current day, how much of the firestorm have we seen unravel? Holy shit, right? Massive. So you have that aspect of things. So when we're looking at this, yeah, I'm just laughing. You guys are talking about my hands and gloves. Funny. So when we're talking about all this, I want you to look back and, and not believe what you heard. Believe what you've seen. Believe what you've seen. Use logic and rationalism. Use your intuitive feelings. Go out there and then trace that back to what you've heard or what you know. And match the two. Does the, the, the logic of what you believe was happening match the reality that is unfolding? And for a lot of people who came to me and said, hey, look, you know, I've lost hope in Trump. I've lost hope in, you know, in Flynn or I've lost hope in, in the system. I've lost, I've lost hope in all these patriots out there talking about how, you know, it's all a game. It's all a movie. Just, you know, just keep on going and, and the, the White Hats are going to win the game in the end. Here's the thing. Don't believe any of it. None of it's true. None of it's fully true, right? Is there shit happening behind the scenes? Absolutely. Is there good guys working to help save this planet and humanity? Absolutely. Are there bad guys mixed in with the good guys? Yep. Are there good guys mixed in with the bad guys? Yep. At the end of the day, what we have is a multi-headed hydra various different factions, all fighting each other on a global stage. The things that we see, the global wars, the economic upturns and downturns, these are all the, the, the reactions that come from various different moves on these various different factions. And this is why we know that the firestorm is going to happen. We know that the Black Swan event that Catherine Herridge was talking about yesterday, General Flynn was talking about in September, we know these things are going to happen. The reason is, is because it fits directly into the narrative of ushering in a global reset. Now, I, I don't care what we've been told. A global reset is going to happen one way or another. The question is, is that global reset happens, are we going to have the great awakening? Or are we going to have the great slumber? That, that's the real question here. Because the system is so fucked up right now. There's no saving it. The, the, the economic system. People are like, dude, the economy is doing great. The economy is not doing great. It's nothing but manipulated numbers over and over and over and over again. And the Federal Reserve pumping capital directly into the stock market and directly into the debt of companies. Okay? That can only go on for so long until the, 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 the farmer comes to reap his harvest. Okay? And eventually that that's going to collapse. The political system, it was built this way to be corrupt, 
for them to get rich and for you to get poor, to take away and siphon off your tax dollars and send them overseas and then launder them back into their pockets. These systems were built for corruption and for collapse. They are all going to collapse eventually. Is that going to happen before 2024? Well, we have a lot of things that are occurring right now in 2023 that gives us an idea of 2024. Now, I'm going to talk to you about this because everybody was asking me what was going on here. Uh, Game Tech posted this on Twitter yesterday. Trojan Horse, this is the meaning. I've been asking a lot of questions about who within your own party. Uh, this is something that I've, I've heard a few times. I didn't kind of believe it. Um, but now, after I've kind of followed a few things, I'm starting to understand this a little bit more. Listen to this. It's good Thank to see you guys. So what did you mean on social media when you said that they're not going to, um, they're going to take Biden out and it's not going to be Newsom? Oh, not be this is a longer story. It's, it's, it takes a dark turn. But I think it's, I know, I mean, I have a good sense of what's going to happen here. Okay. They're leading into trap. They're not going to let Trump get anywhere near the White House. They're not going to let him. So the goal is, you know, have him be the nominee, and by hell or high water, one way or another, they're not going to have him. They're not going to let him. What about the other two? Though? It's not them. Who is it? It's within our own party. Okay. Okay. It's within our own party. Yes, it is. Okay. Hey, look at the people who, are, who voted to keep Trump off the ballot. Who are they putting up? Who are losses to keep him off the ballot? So what's Vivek talking about there? And listen, um, I, I believe that Vivek is never trust anybody. I don't trust Vivek. Okay. But the guy's talking a lot of sense and he's talking a lot of truth. Doesn't mean I support him, but we have to take that into context. What's he talking about? He's talking about a few different things here. And one person I want to talk about specifically is Reed Hoffman. If you don't know Reed Hoffman, he's a multi-billionaire. He created a uh, LinkedIn, Netflix, um, he gave the super PAC for Nikki Haley $250,000. He's been helping fund Ron DeSantis's campaign. Reed Hoffman funded E. Jean Carroll's case against Donald Trump and helped support the legislation to change the rules of the statute of limitations so that she could sue Trump. Okay. Reed Hoffman is a Republican donor, far from Republican. He's buddy-buddy with George Soros, Larry Spank, and all these guys. So what's Vivek talking about? Well, we've been led to believe that Biden is going to step down sometime around the March time frame. Kami Kamala will come in there, and then you'll have the Democrat National Committee conference, conference come about in June time frame, where many are believing that Gavin Newsom and Michael Obama will be running for office, um, that Joe Biden will step down and those two will run for office. From what we're hearing now is it's not going to be either of them. That the Trojan horse is going to be Nikki Haley. Now play this out. Nikki Haley or DeSantis, either one, I think it's going to be Nikki Haley, female. She converts over the Democrat as a party, brings Republican voters over with her. If they steal the election in November of 2024 and it's Donald Trump versus Nikki Haley, and Nikki Haley wins? Think about how that works when Republicans say that they stole the election. Oh, we stole the election to allow a Republican to win? It messes up the whole order of how all this happens. 
I think that that game is right, that the Trojan horse is going to be DeSantis or Nikki Haley running as a Democrat. I, well, you're seeing the prediction right now. We'll see what happens with it. I know it's out there, but it fits the bill of what we're seeing right now of what's unfolding. Now, Vivek also, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not supporting Vivek. I'm not voting for Vivek. I'm a Donald Trump through and through. Vivek uh, took aim at the deep state on Wednesday in an interview with uh, Alex Jones. On Twitter, he replied, if, if you had told me nearly three years ago when I was just a CEO that January 6th was an inside job, I would have said that's crazy talk. It's not. There is now clear evidence that there was at least, very least, entrapment of peaceful protesters, similar to what happened with Gretchen Whitmer and her fake kidnapping plot and countless other cases. The FBI won't admit how many undercover officers were in the field on January 6th. Capitol Police, on one hand, fired rubber bullets and explosives into a peaceful crowd who then, uh, who they then willfully allowed later in the Capitol. Um, th that doesn't add up, and actual evidence turns the prior narrative upside down. If the deep state is willing to manufacture an insurrection to take down its political opponents, they can do anything. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. And he's spot on right here. And, and here's him discussing uh, parts of this. Here, let me bring this video up. Oh, that's not the video I wanted. Ah, shit. Hold on. There we go. Let's, let's bring this up here. And here's some more truth that he's spitting here. Check this out. It's not even Joe Biden. It is the deep state that at least Donald Trump attempted to take on. And if you want somebody who's going to speak truth to power, then vote for somebody who's going to speak the <coughs> truth to you. Why am I the only person on the stage, at least, who can say that January 6th now does look like it was an inside job? That the government lied to us for 20 years about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11? that the great replacement theory is not some grand right-wing conspiracy theory, but a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform, that the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech, that the 2016 election, the one that Trump won for sure, was also one that was stolen from him by the national security establishment okay. that actually Thank put you. up the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that they knew was false. There's a reason why I'm the only person That'll on the it, stage sir. who can Thank say you. these things. That's what it's going to take, not people who were licking his boots one time and now Monday okay. morning quarterbacking and criticizing. That was pretty spot on from Vivek. Now, he's saying all the right things. Listen to the, his opening statements here with Alex Jones. I, I, I think that this is important to kind of listen to a little bit of what he's talking about with Alex Jones. Just the intro here. We're only going to listen, share a part of this. It's literally happening in real time right before our eyes, Alex. And we got to understand, we got to get beyond the Republican Party's talking point. Frankly, the Republican Party establishment is almost equally corrupt to the Democratic Party establishment. So this isn't about Republicans and Democrats right now. This is about the continued existence of our country, the United States of America. That's why I don't sit here bashing Biden. He is not really even the president of the United States. He is a puppet of the managerial class. They're going to trot out a new puppet about March of next year. When Trump's trials begin, that's exactly what's going to happen. This is all an optical illusion. The reason they're rolling out the Hunter Biden story now, the mainstream media is paying attention to it after seven years, and the Biden documents case, is they're ready to get him out of the way, just as they're preparing to get Trump out of the way, and trot out whoever their new puppet is that's going to do their bidding. 
That's the game that's playing out in real sight. So a lot of earnest Republicans, but good party soldiers, they're missing the point. It's not about Republican versus Democrat. It is the permanent state, the permanent government, the deep state that is actually pulling the levers of power in both parties today. They're getting Trump out of the way. And actually, ironically, they're preparing to get Biden out of the way right around the same time. That's right. And that's why it's important for those of us who are willing to stand for the truth. And that's why I'm in this, to make sure that we're in this to save our country. That's right. Pretty interesting, huh? Now, why would Vivek be saying the truth like this? Agreeing with the conspiracy theorists. Donald Trump came out today and said that Vivek is a good man, smart man. And that Donald Trump expects that Vivek will endorse him. Guys, you're looking at Donald Trump's VP running mate. I'm telling you, that's Donald Trump's VP running mate. I, I know we've all said Flynn. Flynn doesn't want it. I've asked Flynn on the podcast and in private. He doesn't want VP. He wants either Secretary of Defense, uh, DNI, Director of National Intelligence. That's where Flynn is going to be if Flynn does come into Trump's administration 2.0. Okay, Vivek is going to come in as the VP. Now, is that a Trojan horse? Now, I, I saw a Soros-funded Rhino. Possibly. He did win a, uh, he did accept a scholarship from George Soros' Open um, Sources Foundation to go to school, to go to graduate school. Okay? People do that all the time, Rhodes Scholars, whatever. Those people are hand-selected. Obviously, they are the chosen ones that are led on a road to this area. That could be. Maybe he's true and genuine. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, I don't know the guy other than he's ran a successful company and that he's saying some good things. What do I think of him? I think that Donald Trump is going to bring him in as a VP. That's my thought. Uh, is Vivek deep state? Uh, I would say that most likely he is deep state, but he is not the side of the deep state that we're seeing right now. Like I've said, the deep state is partisan. The deep state has Republicans, they have Democrats, they have liberals, they have communists, they have socialists, they have fascists, right? The deep state doesn't have has variations of political affiliations. And that power transitions. And since 1990 has largely consisted of the neocons as well as the liberals from 2008 on forth. Even when Donald Trump was president, it was still a liberal controlled deep state. And that's why they hammered him down because they made various different changes they grew some balls and went out there and made sure that they kept their positions within this extended bureaucracy for a long time. Now, does that mean Vivek is one of them? Very well could be. But you got to remember, he's new to politics, but as well is that he could be a plant from any one of these corporations. You got to understand how the political world operates. You know, uh, it was... Um, uh, I'm forgetting the act. Uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. I think I forgot the name of the movie where he ran for president and won. And he goes, hey, politicians should come out with suits on, with little like NASCAR drivers, with patches of all the, the corporations and foreign countries that they support. And he's absolutely right. Because you got to understand that it's the corporate world, the foreign countries. It's all the money that exists above politicians, that control politicians, that control the deep state. 
It is the henchmen of these upper echelons of corporatism, the secret societies that control the deep state here. The deep state isn't the end all, okay? The deep state has various affiliations. Some of them are patriotic, want America to go on and want all this to continue. Some of them want the new world order to be ushered in. Uh, doesn't mean that they're all bad. It's just deep state just pertains to a long-term bureaucracy that runs and pulls the, 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 uh, the puppets behind the stage, right? So is Vivek that person? Well, he's coming from the corporate world. He's funded by Soros a long time ago. Um, he has billionaire backings. Well, yeah, he's backed by billionaires, people with money and corporations with money to get into politics. Okay. Is that deep state? Yep. That's deep state. Does that mean that he's bad? I don't know. We'll have to see. He's saying all the right things and those right things are going to get him the VP spot with Donald Trump. I'm telling you, that's my theory for 2024. I think that that's how it's going to pan out. If you can give me a better person for Donald Trump socially in the social world realm to run with, please let me know. And no, it's not going to be any congressman. It's not going to be any senator. Okay. It's not going to be a governor. Uh, nope. No one would not be a good one. It's not, it, the only person out there in the competitive field, especially that are running in the RNC is Vivek. I'm telling you, it's going to be Vivek. And you can hate me for that, but in a year's time, you'll see. So a, a, a lot of things happening there and a lot of truth being spilled by Vivek. Um, he talked about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11. Well, holy shit, there's a lot of truth that is coming out. And you got to remember, this is what 2023 was about. 2022 and 2023 was about that drip, drip flood. It was about setting the foundation of information dissemination, of starting to get that information to flow, but having a foundation for it to be built upon. Then what happens is once you have that foundation of information to build upon, Joe Biden's corruption, Hunter Biden's corruption, Hunter Biden laptop, all this stuff, Jeffrey Epstein, once we have all that foundation of corruption, the Ukraine war, the corruption there, the bio labs, Russia, China's relationship, the BRICS nations, what's happening in Israel. Once that foundation is, now the flood comes for all that information and it begins to expand outward and people begin to wake up to the truth that they've been had and lied to for a very long time by the people that they once believed they trusted. Now, we're being told that we're in Bidenomics and the economy is thriving right now. Then tell me this. This year, we've had the collapse of three U.S. regional banks, First Republican Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, and Signature Bank. They mark some of the largest failures in the banking system since 2008. Central banks coined the term a mini crisis earlier this year with the forced uh, interventions and the mega merger of Credit Suisse and UBS. Despite the interventions, global banks still axe the most jobs since the global financial crisis. A new report from Financial Times shows that 20 of the world's largest banks slashed 61,905 jobs in 2023 a move to protect profit margins in a period of high interest rates amid the slump of deal-making and equity and debt sales. So between 2007 and 2008, they lost about 140,000. So one of the reasons of a lot of the banks were able to kind of rebound the way they did was because they got rid of 60,000 employees. 
Now go in with Amazon, Walmart, 30,000 employees plus all leaving. We explained this, I think, about June last year, why that actually happened, why all these big companies, retail companies were all letting people go. And that happened because of the stimulus that actually occurred during Donald Trump. And then Biden coming in and basically crashing the economy is that sustained growth of that V-shaped recovery couldn't be sustained anymore. And the amount of taxpayer dollars given to these corporations eventually ran out and those companies couldn't afford to pay all those people to keep them in work because the profits never returned because inflation skyrocketed up. But economically, we're about to see some shit happen in 2024. We've seen shit happen in 2023, okay? 2024, though, you are going to see cryptocurrency go to the freaking moon. Love it or hate it, I don't care. You're going to see cryptocurrency skyrocket to the moon. And you're going to be wondering why you didn't get into it. I do a crypto mastermind on Sundays. I welcome you to join it. It's it's not that expensive. It's my time. I, I take my time every week to do these. Um, we take holidays off and stuff, but... Go out there, check it out. There's a free version on socialredpill.com that you can find under courses um, and learn a little bit about cryptocurrency. If you want to get into cryptocurrency, if you have some money or planning on getting in there, you need a consultation, hit me up on socialredpill.com. I'll be happy to help you out. But please allocate some money in the cryptocurrency. And if you want to know which ones to do it, join our crypto mastermind. Cryptocurrency is about to blow the fuck up. Why? Because there's two types of cryptocurrencies that are utilized out there, centralized and decentralized. Decentralized cryptocurrency is what is blowing up right now, Bitcoin. And there's a reason for it because of this transition that's happening into private tokenization with the Bank of International Settlements last July talking about the unified ledger framework that's being developed and the acceptance of privatized tokenization, which allots for decentralized cryptocurrencies to tie directly into a new system but still be decentralized and not have to cash out within CBDC. That's pretty big. And I'm telling you, 2024, 2025, you're going to see a trillion dollars of market cap coming to cryptocurrency. That means that if you buy in right now, on the upside, you're going to see an upside of a trillion dollars of market cap be added to potentially those cryptos that you buy. That You're not going to see that in any other market in your lifetime. Understand that. A $10,000, $50,000 investment will retire you for life with that type of growth. Just putting it out there. Uh, I'm running out of time here, of course. Um, I have some kind of small little stories. We'll talk about them later uh, tomorrow. Michigan Supreme Court smacks down leftist groups attempt to ban President Trump from the state's 2024 ballot. Thank goodness uh, that other Supreme Courts are not holding up the legal precedents that Colorado brought up, which basically Colorado just made it up. Uh, kind of bullshit. R higher education. Russian textbooks say that Trump lost the 2020 election in a rigged election. This is Russian school textbooks that are saying this. Uh, Russian history book for 11th grade student claims former Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump lost the 2020 presidential election as a result of obvious electoral fraud by the Democratic Party. Everybody knows. Things are heating up. Uh, LAPD breaks out riot gear against pro-Palestine um Protests that block in the LAX airport. We also saw violent protests turn violent in New York City as well. And as I've told you the last few weeks, last few months, that's going to get worse and worse and worse. And it's going to lead to all out type of George Floyd style riots. 
Uh, things are heating up within uh, the Persian Gulf. The U.S. shoots down 12 suicide drones, three anti-ship ballistic missiles, and two land attack cruise missiles, and a partridge and a pear tree, fired by Iranian-backed rebels in southern uh, in, in the southern Red Sea over a 10-hour period. Not only that, as they're saying, the drone attack on an oil tanker was Iran. And then we just saw that Iran has come out and um, declared vengeance upon uh, upon Israel for the killing of a uh, Iranian general. Now, when then we also saw happen is Erdogan came out and he is calling Netanyahu Hitler. Symbolism, people. Symbolism. We've been talking about this before. So Erdogan says what uh, is what Netanyahu is doing is any less than what Hitler did. It's not. Erdogan, who commits genocide against the Kurds, is the last person who can preach morality to us, apparently, uh, says Netanyahu. But th these are both tyrants, people, okay? I don't care which one you're going to agree with. But know the narrative. What did we say from the beginning of this conflict with Israel and Hamas? Erdogan has already began military preparations. The Muslim world is supporting him, including another large NATO nation, Egypt. Uh, Egypt has the second largest military in NATO. Russia has reaffirmed their support for a ceasefire. Only the U.S. and Israel are the, per, uh, the perpe uh, perpetrators of this continuance. They're the ones at the Security Council that denied everything. They're the only ones pushing this forward. And the U.S. and Israel are the ones with the largest expenses on all this. This is not going to turn out good. This is moving towards massive Middle Eastern war. U.S. braces for Yemen conflict reports indicate imminent announcement of Operation Prosperity, uh, Prosperity Guardian. An additional destroyer destroy, um, deployed to the Red Sea as tensions escalate. What does that mean? It means war is coming, people. It means war is coming, and it's coming fast in this country. Uh, General Flynn states, oh, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, General Flynn stated that uh, there was a decision made to have security stand down on the 7th of October for seven hours. Israel knew a year in advance of the exact Hamas attack that was coming. Israel was waiting for this opportunity. They needed the death count high. They let their own civilians die and killed many of their own just so that they could build a greater and much larger Israel. Now Netanyahu has revealed his plans to relocate the Palestinian population into the U.S. and Europe. Flynn's not wrong here, guys. This is what we've been saying. <clears throat> Turkey has turned them away. Egypt has turned them away. The U.S., Canada, Europe all said, oh, bring them over here. And they started bringing Palestinian refugees over here. Okay? Now Netanyahu is like, well, let's take all the Palestinian refugees and send them to the United States and Europe and Canada. At the same time, expanding Israeli influence. They've already put out construction plans for Gaza. This was fucking planned from the beginning. 15-minute cities, a great reset, people. All right? Unfortunately for Israel, the Muslim nations are not putting up with this bullshit. They're going to jump in. I believe that Turkey, if Turkey can align with Iran, which I do believe that they can and will, I know that's a long stretch, people, then you're going to see a Middle Eastern war against Israel. And then the U.S. is going to get involved and Russia is going to get involved. And then China will just sit back and reap the rewards. This is something that we predicted as far back as 2020. It's freaking happening right now. And 
how do we get an indication that something is coming, that shit is going to hit the proverbial fan? Mark Bucker, Mark Fuckerberg is building a top secret doomsday bunket bunker called Kula Ranch on the island of Kauai in Hawaii. Uh, Joe Biden has been revealed to, to have been uh, attempting to build various different uh, retaining walls for an underground bunker at his Delaware um, residence. We know about the doomsday bunkers that were being set up all throughout New Zealand for the rich and the wealthy. These people are preparing to go underground for a long time while chaos ensues. Well, why would they want to do that? Because they know what's coming. They know what happens next. What happens next? All hell breaks loose. Leave the world behind. The sequel to that is Civil War. Ray Dalio, Civil War 2024, Catherine Herridge, Black Swan event, General Flynn, Black Swan event. Everybody's talking about 2024. Then you have, what else? You have Donald Trump. The final battle is 2024. We are moving into it. And, you know, you got to wonder if there's a hidden hand behind all of this that's pushing this. And Tucker Carlson, and I'm going to stop here, but I'll talk about this one tomorrow. Tucker Carlson was on with Chief Nerd and went into this. And this was the quote that Tucker Carlson had about a lot of his comments that he made about these this phenomenon that we're seeing on this planet, uh, the UFO, UAP phenomenon. He said, my own view is that these are not aliens. There's no evidence that they've come from somewhere else. What did I write the other day? I think they've been here forever. I think that it's likely the U.S. government has had direct contact with these over a period of years. I find that really disturbing in a bunch of other things that are highly distressing that I can't prove. I think it's very clear that there's a spiritual component to all this. That's one of the reasons the Vatican has been involved in this for over 100 years has an observatory, etc. I mean, it's pretty obvious that these are not men from Mars. You go back to Bigelow. They walk among us. Could this have been the branch off of civilization that occurred? Survivors of an ancient cataclysm that survived under the ocean in bases or underground in tunnels came out and still had the technology? Another species that grew up here with us on this planet. An artificial intelligence that was discovered. Remnants of an ancient civilization. We'll find out. We're going to find out, I believe, in 2024. But hey, guys, tomorrow we're going to continue this conversation right now, season finale 2023. Um, appreciate all the support out there, you guys. Much appreciated for all of that. Um, it's the holiday season. I'm wishing you guys all a happy holiday season. Tomorrow's a special day for me, by the way. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We have the Q and a after the show, uh, that's going to be limited to one hour. So please join early on time to get in there. I got a few things going on tomorrow evening, so I got to get out to that, but, uh, much love, respect, God bless all of you guys. I hope you guys all have a great night. Um, take care, be well. And we'll see you guys tomorrow night. I'm going to try to get uh, some of the other shows. I didn't get sent any of the other shows, uh, Unrestricted Warfare, until just a little while ago. I'm going to try to get that up here in a little while. I'll try to get the live stream up after that. And then uh, Naturally Inspired, um, they had a few things going on today. The, uh, so that'll be, just, uh, uh, that'll be tomorrow. So Naturally Inspired Podcast will begin tomorrow. And for all my pod beaners, I'll get all the audio uploaded tonight. So much love, respect. God bless you guys. You all take care. Have a great night. See you guys next time.
holding the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.